Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Just like this in church. We'll praise you. We'll get it worked out. That's fine. It's his name to be. We'll get it all worked out. Again, I say rejoice. All that men would hey, hey. His name to the end of the Yeah, come on, Miss Jeanette. I should really rock and do a whole bunch of stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And the Lord. 
And again I say, again I say, And again I say, my, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you. My, 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 hey Daphne Walker Brown, I miss you when I don't see you. You're important to me, I just need you to know that. Thank you, thank you, my God. Rejoice. Rejoice. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you. Hey, say rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, again I say, rejoice. And yeah, everything's good on my land. I'm good on Facebook and I'm good on here. So I don't know why it's doing that. But everybody, I'm up and running on all platforms right now. So I need to take a picture of what my studio looks like. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations uh, with Lakeisha. That was, again, I say rejoice with Israel uh, and the new breed. And again, I say just rejoice. Can we just thank him? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Can you just bless his name? Can you just magnify him? Can you just glorify him? Jess, can you send me the scripture texted to me that I asked you about earlier today? Thank you. Um, that we were talking about this morning. Lord, we just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Hey, Whitney Wright. Hey, Frida. Hey, Shalon. What's up, Tamika? Uh, hey, Ebony. Hey, Paula. Hey, Yara. Hey, beautiful. Hey, Kim Yarley. Hey, Chavez. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning, Monique. See y'all out there. What's up, Insta? I see you in here live on and popping, and we are rejoicing in the Lord always. I'm, can I t I, I'm excited because I am seeing prayers being answered in for my friends and my family and my loved ones. And every time someone gives me a testimony and says, yep, God did that for me. And yep, God did that for me. And yep, God did that for me. Every time I turn around, somebody is talking to me about the power of God, right? <laughs> the power of God. Before I turn around, about the power of God and how God is moving and activated and... um just in our lives and so i'm excited like i'm excited i'm excited if everything ain't perfect i'm excited and i'm gonna share with you today we're still in ephesians 1 we're still learning about how important we are to our daddy we're still learning about those spiritual blessings and just what those spiritual blessings do for us and so i'm so so grateful because god is also if you didn't know this come on holy spirit redeeming the time for some of us some of us thought we were behind and god is redeeming the time he's redeeming the time he's redeeming the time and how he's redeeming the time is through this word because we're getting fresh fresh can somebody say fresh we're getting fresh revelation of who we are in the word and every time we get fresh revelation of who we are into the word then another chackle 
or a shackle or another chain or something breaks off of us. Why? Because Romans 12 and 2 reminds us to renew our mind in the word. Come on, miracle signs and wonders. Fresh revelation. So let me go on and pray over our food today. Let's get in this word today. I'm excited. Do me a favor. Share the video. Drop it. Put it in someone's inbox. Put it in your groups. Let's get the video everywhere and tell them, I need you to hear this video today because this video is just going to affirm for you more and more. I heard, I keep hearing that in my spirit. He is redeeming the time for us through the word. So you're not behind. It's not going to manifest. And I'm getting ready to show you why you're not behind and why it's going to manifest and how these two spiritual blessings affirm for us. I've been wanting to shout out morning. I just can't shout. I can't. I don't want to wake my kids up. I don't want to wake my kids up. But I'm just telling you, your consistency is paying off, and God is redeeming the time. That's what He just told me in my spirit. Come on, Angela Moss. Um, he is redeeming the time. Like He just told me that. He's like, I am redeeming y'all time because we y'all are getting revelation of who you are in the Word, and so I'm I'm redeeming your time. And when you take this as a truth. When you take this as a truth, when you're like, no, this is my truth, guess what begins to happen? It begins to happen, my God, and manifest in your life. So I'm excited to get in the Word. I'm always excited to be here with you guys. I made a different cup of coffee this morning, so it might have me extra hype. I'm already hyped, but it might have me extra, extra hype. I'm like, mm, this is good. Um, I was experimenting with something, so let's just go ahead. Let me read Psalms 91. I'm in the New Living Translation version. We're going to seal our protection. We're going to seal our protection today in the blood. We're going to trust what Moses said, and we're going to rest it in the Most High today, and we're not going to be anxious and worried and depressed and overwhelmed and consumed. We're not going to be any of this because we're getting a fresh word from the Lord. Psalms 91, those who live in the shelter, Lakeisha who lives in the shelter, Jessica who lives in the shelter, John who lives in the shelter, Whitney who lives in the shelter, DeShannon who lives in the shelter, come on now, my God, Brittany who lives in the shelter, come on now, Yara who lives in the shelter, any of y'all in the shelter with me, we're in the shelter of the Most High, Deshana who lives in the shelter, Shonda who lives in the shelter, come on, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty, this I declare about the Lord. He is my God and I trust him for he will rescue me from every trap and protect me from deadly disease. Every trap. You ain't got to be sitting around worried about whether or not you're going to fall into a trap. He said he'll rescue for, for a trap. So sit back, relax, kick your feet up and say, you know what? I'm not going to be worried today. I'm going to go give me a pedicure. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I need one. I'm going to go give me a pedicure today and I'm going to sit back and I'm going to and I'm a, I might go do that today. I'm like, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to rest in the shadow of the Almighty because guess what? I don't have to worry about a trap. I ain't got to worry about whether or not the enemy is lying to me or tricking me or anything because God already said he deal with them because I'm in and under his protection. Baby, this is your insurance policy. Come on now. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him for he will rescue me from every trap and protect me from deadly disease. He will cover me with his feathers. He will shelter me in his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not... Be afraid of the terrors at night, nor the arrows that fly in the day. Do not 
dread the dark disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes. My God, I got a shout at me. <laughs> the, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Thought. I know the devil just got defeated. I'm just telling you. I know he just got defeated. I just watched God slay him in the spirit. I watched him. I watched him. I've been praying something and I watched God slay him in the spirit. So I'm, I just, my God, my God, my God. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he ordered his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those. So even if you get caught up in the trap my god my god my god guess what he gonna get you he's coming for you he's coming for you he's coming for you he said i'll rescue those who love me i will protect those who trust in my name when they call on me i will answer i will be with them in trouble i will rescue and honor them i will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation yeah, you do, Vanessa. You belong to him. My God, I thank you for your word. My God, I thank you for your people today. My God, I thank you for fresh word today. My God, I thank you, Father. The word is sharper than any two-edged sword. Dividing, my God. Canceling out, my God. Dealing with the enemies, Lord God. Bringing in asunder between my now, my past, and my future, and what you said about me. I thank you that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life, Lord God, that you already had a plan for me, that you already protected me, that you were already with me. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for this word. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Holy Ghost. Come, Holy Ghost. I thank you, Holy Ghost. I thank you, Jesus, for your redemptive blood. My, 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 my. Yes, she is, Ebony. Yes, she's coming out of depression and anxiety. We canceled the assignment of depression and anxiety off your mother now in the name of Jesus and anybody else dealing with it. We cancel that assignment right now in the name of Jesus because Father, we belong to you. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. There go your glory. There go your glory. Show us your glory. Let us manifest your glory, Lord God. Let us bask in your glory. Let us live in your glory. Let us be a testimony, a testament to your glory. My God, in Jesus' name. Glory, glory, glory. Jesus' name. Glory, 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 glory. My God, I thank you. 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 My God, I thank you. 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 Thank you. Thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. I thank you for burning up the chaff in us, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for giving us our daily bread. I thank you for daily downloading us with benefits. I thank you, Lord God, that we stand in need of nothing, Lord God. I thank you we are anchored in you, Lord God. I thank you we trust you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. I thank you you're overwhelming us with your love. Overwhelm your people with your love today, Lord God. I thank you the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus is re revealed to us today, Lord God. I thank you we have ears to hear today. I thank you you're pouring out your spirit amongst all flesh, Lord God. I thank you we will not be wise in our own eyes, Lord God. 
whoo, give them eyes to see, Lord God, what you're doing in the spirit. Give them eyes to see what you're doing in the spirit. Julia, thank you for praying. Thank you for praying over my blood cells, over my white blood cells. When you prayed for me the other day, I felt the supernatural presence of God aligning my body with his word. And I knew the authority you came in Christ Jesus as a nurse. And as you begin to pray and speak to my blood cells and speak to my white blood cells and declare my body to be in line with the spiritual alignment and forces, I felt the power of the Holy Spirit in me working out anything in my body that may not line up with the word. Anything in my body, I felt the word active as you were praying in me. I could feel it going down inside me like a medicine, like I felt it, like I felt it. And I said to the enemy, I said, well, if it was anything in there going on wrong, she got it. <laughs> if there was anything in there going on wrong, she got it. Cause that's how you attacked the issue. You attacked it from a very proactive way. And I was like, my God, this is supernatural. My God, this is supernatural. So I'm just grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. That's why you got to have eyes to see what daddy God is doing. You got to have eyes to see. That's why you got to walk in some kind of power and authority to speak in the life of those. That's why I'm grateful for everybody I'm attached to. So Because I know that I know that the words that I release into your life, even when we're on this devotional and when I release into your life, when I'm speaking to you on the phone, I'm messing you. I'm technical. I know that those words are powerful and they're active and they have the ability to change your life. That's why I'm praying the word over you daily. That's why I'm establishing in the word. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. My God, I thank you. 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 Father God, I thank you today that you would strengthen us with power through our spirit and our inner man so that Christ Jesus may dwell in us and dwell in our hearts through faith and that we be rooted and grounded in love. May we be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, length, and height and depth of your love to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do abundantly above all we ask, think according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory. To him be the glory. To him, not Julia. She was just a vessel. To him be the glory. 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 Not to Lakeisha, not to LMJ Ministries. To him be the glory. To him be the glory. My God, in Jesus, to all, in Christ Jesus, to all generations, in Jesus' name. Amen. My God, I thank you. My 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 thank you. I'm saying my thank you because that's how I feel. My thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. 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 I thank you for a spiritual new birth. Some of y'all are going through a spiritual new birth right now. So I thank you for your new birth. I thank you for your spiritual new birth. God is putting and birthing new things in you so that you can come out like pure gold. So I thank you. To, so don't, you can't forsake. You got to stay consistent because daddy God is giving you a spiritual new birth. And I received that from my own life. I thank you for the spiritual new birth, Lord God. I thank you. Your skin going to start looking better. Your health going to start looking better because this is a spiritual new birth. What he's been doing for us since last Friday has been a spiritual new birth. And we thank you, Father God, for being born again. 
Because most of us didn't understand Jesus' redemptive blood. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't understand it. We didn't get it. We thought we knew it. We thought we knew it, but we didn't get it. We didn't understand it. Mm-mm. We didn't. We're now understanding what it was when we accepted Jesus Christ and how all these spiritual blessings were downpoured and... I hope y'all got some seed in your hand to sow. I'm just telling you, sow, 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 keep sowing. Ask God for instructions on that. I ain't talking about it to me. I'm just saying I hear that. Just keep keep it going. It's working. It's working. My God, my God. Every seed produces after its own kind. I thank you, Lord. Bless them, 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 bless them. Enlarge their tent. Increase their capacity, Lord God. Multiply them more for your glory, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. I thank you for your redemptive power in the blood. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for putting seed and giving seed to the sower so that they can multiply and increase for kingdom. That's it in Jesus' name. So let me get into Ephesians 1. I told you I was hyped this morning. I saw it. I saw the giant slave. I saw the giant slave. So let me get into the spiritual truth for us. We got about 20 minutes and I want to talk to you about the redemptive power of the blood. And I want to talk to you. This is two of the spiritual blessings. And this is verse seven. And in verse seven, it says in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that he richly poured out on us with all wisdom and understanding. We're going to talk about all the wisdom and understanding and understand his will for our life. But today I want you to focus on the redemption. My God, redemption of the blood, like the redemption of the blood and the forgiveness and sin and how those two work and coincide to position you for favor. See, when we accepted Jesus um, Christ as Lord and Savior, what we were saying is, I am getting ready to get into the redemptive, I'm getting into redemption. And so my very first message that I preached in March of 2001 was on redemption and cash in your coupon today. That was my message. It was, you have been redeemed in the blood, cash in your coupon today. That was my very, very first sermon. And I talked about how God uh, redeeming, redeemed me and how he, the, the redemption of the coupon, right? And how he redeemed me from all my sins and all my mess and how it, he bought me back. And for those of you who are couponers, right? And how I got, you might double your coupon, right? And you get something for a little bit of nothing. Well, what this did for you is you get absolutely, you were bought back completely. It cost God everything, but it's not going to cost you anything like it's not going to cost you anything and so I want to talk to you about what how his redemption set order in your life for you to walk into the divineness of what God called you to be see redemption wasn't just oh I'm saved I'm sanctified I'm going to heaven when we received Christ as Lord and Savior what we did was we began to gain possession of something in exchange for payment and cleared our debt 
We begin to gain possession. And so your new birth order came. See, and most of y'all didn't understand what you were doing when you accepted Christ. You just thought, okay, I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to go to church. No, he was rerouting you. There was an exchange occurring. And so you were putting off the old, the former man, and the new man was coming on. Well, when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and you begin to renew your mind, you're putting off the old and the new man is coming on. And when the new man begins to come on, it begins to divinely align you in your purpose. See, it's more than I'm just redeemed from my sins, girl. You're about to walk in your purpose. It's more than I'm just unforgiving, girl. You're about to walk in your purpose. See, redemption in the blood set order. It set order. It established order. It established the fact of who God called you to be. It established the fact of what God was saying about you. It established the fact that God foreknew you before your mother's womb. So the redemption is more than just your ticket to heaven. It's not just about your ticket to heaven. The redemption in his blood, the redemption in blood was setting divine order. So that's why you got to accept Christ. That's why you got to renew your mind. That's why you got to stay. In the, in the word so that you can be redeemed and redemption in the blood can set divine order in your life. It can set divine order. That's why you got to understand Ephesians 1, your spiritual blessings, so that you can understand that the forgiveness of your sin, come on, Jess, it's coordinating. It's coordinate. It's setting. It's giving you new, new order. It brings about new order. It says, here's the old man. It doesn't even exist. It's, it's not even in existence. Here's the old man. We're sitting up here. Here's the person that doubted. And here's the person who was fearful. And here's the person who was worried. And here's the person who was unorganized. And here's the person that was self-sabotaging itself. And here's the person who was not hopeful. And here's the person that didn't know they were worthy. And here's the person that need, didn't think they were chosen. And here's the person that didn't understand their adoption. Right? It took off the old man and set it over there. It's like trading and upgrading your car right upgrading your car and getting the maximum value can you imagine that you trade in your old car for a new car and you ain't got to pay nothing that's what redemption did that's what redemption did so redemption of his blood right right we were you're no longer a slave the price the freedom come right and then even in your life if you've turned your back on god morally guess what right you consciously rebelled against him you ignored his wisdom guess what in christ jesus you forgiven today Today, right now, this moment, you're forgiven. You're forgiven right now, today, this moment. Father God, please forgive me for any sins that I've committed in you and renewing me, creating me a clean heart and renew a steadfast spirit. If there's anything in my life that does not line up with your word, burn up the chaff and take it out. Holy Spirit, I give you permission to invade me. And guess what he does? Well, the redemption of his blood and the forgiveness of his sins then begin to set you on a path so you can fulfill your destiny. See, that's why I told you, you kept thinking it was about you. You kept putting a weight on you. You kept thinking it was about something you just needed to do. It was the fact that you needed to be able to receive this. My God, you had to be able to receive your worth. You had to receive that you were chosen. You had to receive that you were adopted. You had to receive that you were washed and made whole. You had to receive that you were accepted and beloved, that you walk in favor. You had to receive that you were predestined. You had to receive that by faith. Remember, this is not mental ascent. <laughs> this is not mental ascent. This is redemption in your blood. This is what redemption looked like. See, redemption has to tell a story. 
My God, I hope somebody taking notes because I I don't have I don't have notes this morning. I don't, I don't have I don't have a note. I don't have I had a word. I just been studying the word. I hope somebody putting the points down. See, redemption has to tell a story. Redemption has to t- tell a story. Redemption is not just going to leave you in a state of blah. Redemption has to tell a story. Somebody got, sometimes we have little stories. Sometimes people have big stories. Regardless, redemption has to tell a story. Redemption has to tell a story of all that God gave to you. So yesterday we saw Esther's redemption. We saw her get called. A Jewish woman would become king and a queen in a time that was unlikely. And then she would go to save a nation. She would go to save a nation. We see it in Ruth's story. The Moabite who didn't even believe in God chose to submit herself to Naomi's God. Come on now. And redemption will begin to tell her story. And I'm going to tell you why redemption told her story. And then we get over to Joseph. My God. And we see redemption in his story. And the reason we see redemption in his story is because the books had already been written about him. The books had already been written about him. I'm getting ready to prove to you that your books have already been written about you in the scripture. You just got to walk out your purpose and destiny through the blood. See, you've been trying to mentally ascend this and figure this out and create your own purpose and do your own thing. God was like, nah, I already wrote your story. It's already written in your books. So even if it hasn't manifested yet, it's already written in your books. Even if it looked like it turned, took a turn for the worse, it's already written in your books. And I'm going to prove to you that God writes about you even before it manifests. Psalms 139 and 16 says, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. (laughs) Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Before a single day has passed. And so these things were already written in your book, right? Romans 8, 26 through 28 reminds us all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. He knew you was going to do jacked up stuff. He knew you was going to be messed up. He knew you was going to be involved in stuff. He knew you weren't going to be perfect. He never, ever, 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 ever meant for you to be perfect. He meant for you to receive this in the redemption of the blood. Your books have all already been written. Your books are already written. The story has already been told. And so the story just has to be fulfilled. And where we're anxious at or where we get anxious is because we don't understand the story. We, we don't understand the story. We do not get the story. We don't understand the importance of the story. So let's go over to Genesis 37. I'm not going to get into all this, but we're going to talk a little about, about, about Joseph. And we know Joseph we know, we know who Joseph was. We know this is the account of Jacob's family line. And you really need to back up to Genesis to understand what God had already. See, that's why Old Testament is important. People don't like to read the Old Testament. People don't like to study the Old Testament. But you need to know what the Old Testament said because it's prophesying. It prophesied to the future of Jesus. Isaiah, Isaiah said there would be one that would come and he would put the government on his shoulder. Nothing would be bigger or greater than him. The prophet Isaiah said there will be one that come and there is one that come. He said the same thing about you when he blew you in the breath. There will be one that come, right? That will make an impact in teaching and there will be one that come that will make an impact in the judicial system and there will be one that come that will make an impact in medicine and there will be one that would come and make an impact in their generation. That's what he was saying. He said there will be one 
want to come. Your story was already foretold. <laughs> like your story was foretold. Your story was foretold. And if you can understand that there are books, there's books already written about me. Like there are books already written about me. My God, th there are books that determine that I'm worth it. There are books that determine I'm chosen. There's book. There are books. So let's give down to the fifth verse. It says, Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. See, they already hated him because he was favored. They already hated him because he was favored. They were already mad at him because his daddy loved him so much. They were already mad because he had his special coat, right? His brothers saw how their father loved him and they hated him. They didn't even ever speak a kind word to him. My God, your haters. I love that. Your haters will be your motivators and your accelerators. I'm just telling you, they'll your haters will follow the course and the plan for you too. Like, that's what you don't get. You need a little, you need a hater. You need somebody hating on you because a lot of times a hater will accelerate. They'll be a part of the plan. Judas was part of the plan for Jesus and it was prophesied. It was already prophesied. So I'm saying to you, without a doubt, your books are already written. Like your books are already written. So he had the dream when he told him, he said they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves with grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bound down to it. His brother said to him, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And then they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Now, perhaps Joseph couldn't have never said, told him his dream. He probably shouldn't. Have. It was immature on his part. They probably read, it. but it was net. That's what people will tell you. But it was necessary for him to tell. He had to tell them the dream so that they could see. That's why sometimes you have to pray and ask God, what do you share with people? But sometimes you got to speak the vision. I can't run. Somebody throw something for me. Sometimes you got to speak the vision. Sometimes, sometimes you got to say what's necessary. Sometimes you got to boast in the Lord. Sometimes you got to speak big faith around people so that God can get to, sometimes you got to talk about stuff. You got to talk about land and buildings and international ministry. When all you doing is talking to some people online and you ain't even got no church. Sometimes you got to talk about millions of souls being saved and you ain't even got no building yet. Sometimes you got to talk, talk big and bold. My my God, so that the glory, so that, so that it can mark the day that God got the glory out your life so that it can mark the day that God got the glory out your life. So it was necessary that he told them so that the, the so that the prophecy could be fulfilled. It was necessary that he told him so the prophecy could be fulfilled. So when he told his father, as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, what is this dream you had? Will your mother and I, and your brothers actually come down and bow down to the ground for you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. See, his his father knows God. His father knew God. His father knew, right? Because his name was transformed and changed from Israel to Jacob. Y'all better, y'all See, his father knew the power of God. His father knew the hand of God. His father knew Jacob wouldn't be in position, right? His father knew Joseph wouldn't be in position had God not changed his name from Jacob in Israel. So the scripture says, but his father kept this matter in mind. His father kept this man in mind. He says, now his brothers had gone to graze their father's flocks. This, this word is for somebody. That's why you cannot afford to have no people around you that don't dream big. 
You you can't afford it. They, that's why you ain't got no people. You can't afford to have no people around you that are not divinely aligned. You you can't. You need some movers and shakers around you. You need somebody to boost you. But he kept the matter in mind. He said some, sometimes, especially when you're in a low place, you need somebody that's gonna help hold you up. You can't keep being around these desolate, desperate people that are as desperate as you. That's a word for somebody today. He said now his brothers had gone to graze their father's flocks near Shechem, and Israel said to Joseph, as you know, your brothers are grazing the flocks near Shechem. Come, I'm going to send you to them. Very well, he replied. He wasn't afraid. So he said to them, go and see if all, if all is well with your brothers and with the flocks and bring a word back to me. Then he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. When Joseph arrived at Shechem, a man found him wandering around the fields and asked, what are you looking for? He replied, I'm looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they are grazing their flocks? He said, oh, they moved on for him. I heard them say, let's go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them near Dothan. But they saw him in the distance. And before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. Here comes that dreamer. Woo! Here comes that dreamer. Here comes that dreamer, they said to each other. Come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns and say that a ferocious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes of his dreams. When Reuben heard this, he tried to rescue them for their hands. Let's not take his life, he said. See, I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit was on Reuben. I, I, be, I, I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit was on Reuben. I believe the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe the power of the Holy Spirit was on Reuben. And Reuben was saying, look, <laughs> don't go that far. Or, don't go that far. The Holy Spirit was like, look, Reuben, don't let them go this far. So Reuben, so Reuben said, mm, we're going we gonna to throw him in the cistern. We're going to put him in some poop. That's what he said. We're going to put him in a nasty place. But we're not going to lay no hand on him. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the ornate robe he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the cistern. The cistern was empty. There was no water in it. As they sat down to eat their meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Then they sold his brother, right? We're going to gain. We're going to cut. We ain't finna. We're going we gonna to sell him. We're going to get him out of here. Um, he is our own flesh and blood. That's what Judah said. Judah like, 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 wait a minute now. We ain't finna go this far. We ain't getting ready to kill him. So now the Holy Spirit rose up in Judah, right? But at the same time, this is all written in the book. 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 So they go through the process. They pretend he's killed. And I need to fast forward. I need to fast forward. Joseph has an uncanny gift. Lakeisha has an uncanny gift. Jessica has an uncanny gift. Angela has an uncanny gift. So Joseph had an uncanny gift. This is Genesis 39. And he gets, he gets, he's in prison. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. In the, even in the unlikely situations, he was prospering. He was being positioned for favor. I'm telling you, redemption in the blood. My God, God on your side. See, when you get redeemed in the blood, when you you understand that you're forgiven of sin, it begins to divinely put you into position because you're off with the old man and on with the new man. And even though Joseph had been in the cistern, he is off with the old man and he is on with the new man. And Joseph found favor in his eyes. And as he found favor in his eyes and because he is wise and because he is positioned in Potiphar's house, right? Even when when the woman a woman tries to sleep with him, he makes a decision decision to choose character and integrity. And every time you push back from the table, 
And every time you say no, I don't care how close to it you are. Every time it says something to God that you chose me over someone else. So she spoke to him. She lied on him. He wound up being put in prison. But then when he's in prison, his gifts are still working. Your gifts still work in the unlikely situation. He has dreams and he interprets the dreams. And as he interprets the dreams, my God, what he says in the dreams, exactly, yeah, the plan is being played out. The dreams happen. What he says in the dreams, the dreams happen. The dreams manifest. He tells Pharaoh, he says, Pharaoh, this is what I'm going to do for you. And then Pharaoh says, prophesy some good to me. He said, I can't. He said, I can't lie to you. I can't tell you this means absolutely anything else. But he sends a word of wisdom to Pharaoh. And he says, if you'll put me in charge, it'll change the trajectory of your dreams. You better have a prophet on your team. You better have a dreamer on your team. You better have somebody divinely connected. He says, let me tell you this. He said, Pharaoh, if you appoint me as commissioner, if you put me in position, if you put me in position, this won't be as bad as it seems. If you'll honor, if you'll honor the God in me, this won't be as bad as it seems. I promise you, if you'll honor the God in me, this won't look like, this won't look like, my God, what it's supposed to. So Pharaoh asked, can we find anyone like this man one one in whom is the spirit of god my god pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on joseph's finger he dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck he had him riding it see i keep telling y'all stop seeking the things they come when you're in position you ain't got to seek nothing. They come when you're in position. You ain't got to worry about no house. You ain't got to worry about no clothes. You ain't got to chase after pagan things. They come when you are in position. You got to get in position. You got to let favor position you. See, Joseph was favored for the good of everybody else. See, he was favored for the good of everybody else. So he went to the land of Egypt and Joseph was 30 years old when he entered into the, the service of Pharaoh. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced plentifully. Joseph collected all the food produced in those seven years because God had given him wisdom for their harvest. God had given him wisdom for the harvest. The Lord was with him. He stored it in the cities. In each city, he put the food grown in the fields surrounding it. Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records because it was beyond measure. God is able to do the exceedingly, abundantly, above all we think and can ask for more. But we got to get in position. We got we to gotta get in position. And so as he's gotten in position, my God, right? Then the famine comes. Then we know what happens next. His brothers, his sister, his brothers, them show up on the scene and they got to bow down before him. They didn't even recognize him. The glory of the Lord had transformed him so much. He didn't, they, they didn't even know who he was. He recognized them, but they didn't see him. And he was, and they had to bow down before him. And even though they had did wrong to him, he was in the position to bless them and pull them up. My God, to the glory of God. I'm telling you, if you understand your redemption, your redemption is changing your trajectory of your life. Your redemption is changing your trajectory trajectory to our life so they come from a land they're unprotected and they have to bow down exactly what was written in his books manifested exactly what is written in his books manifested so it's more than just the blood of jesus it's the redemptive power that's setting your course for the rest of your life 
It's more than just the power of Jesus. It's more than just you going to heaven. This ain't just about you going to heaven. It's the redemptive power that is setting the course for the rest of your life. He was transformed, yes, just by God's glory and in position to help someone else. I told you your favor ain't about you. I told you that. I said your favor ain't about you. Your favor ain't about your cars, your houses, and all that other stuff. You'll get that once you're in position. Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And all of these other things that shall be added unto you. Matthew also tells us, why are you worried over houses and cars and shoes and what you wear? Are you not more than the birds of the air? And I take care of them. But if you will position yourself and seek ye first and not run after pagan things, I will set order in your life because of the, not because of you, because of the redemptive blood of Jesus Christ. Not because of your talents, not because of your gifts, not because, because because of the redemptive blood of Jesus Christ, if you will follow hard after Christ, if you will renew your mind, I promise you there is a power, there is a provision, there is a protection coming to you, and it'll be like never ever before. Why? Because he redeemed you through your blood. You are walking. You are walking in divine when you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. My God, 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 my God. That's it. My God, my God, my God, my God. We were created for God, my God, created by God, for God, for the glory of God. And if you can understand how his blood redeemed you, set you free and set you on course, my God, it will change everything. It will change everything. It will change everything. I promise you it'll change everything. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word today. Thank you for revelation in your word today. Thank you for your people today, Father God. Thank you for the the souls that have been lost, Father God. The souls that thought they were forgotten. The people, Father God, that could not receive your word for themselves. Thank you. You're opening their eyes today, Lord God, and that they are seeing and knowing my God. God, I thank you for the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus over your mind. I thank you that you are delivered and set free and that you will not attach or remember anything from your past anymore. In Jesus' name, amen, my God. Now, if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and you want your course changed, you want your trajectory changed, you want to see yourself walk in the fullness of who God called you to be, this is your day, baby. All you got to do, or if you're backslidden, thank you, this is your day. Hey, baby, all you got to do is say, Lord God, please forgive me of my sins. Father, I am a sinner. I recognize as I'm a sinner. And some of y'all may need to do this because you never really understood it. Lord, I thank you for redemption of my sins. Lord, I'm, I'm asking you to be Lord and Savior in my life. Holy Spirit, I need your influence. I need you daily. And then get where somebody can disciple you. My God, I thank 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 you. I love y'all. I gotta go. I gotta go. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Keep a seed in your hand. Ask the Lord, give me seed for the sower because you're going to begin to reap. And that ain't just, I'm talking about love, money, whatever it is you want to reap in your life. Keep a seed in your hand. It's, it's harvest time. So you can be planting and harvesting at the same time. It said, I'm just telling you seed time harvest. It doesn't say seed time and harvest. It says seed time harvest. I love y'all so much, but guess what? God loves you even more. Get a seed in your hand. I keep hearing it in my spirit. Get a seed in your hand. Get a seed in your hand. 
man. I love you. I'll see y'all Monday morning. Monday morning, 5 a.m. I love y'all. Y'all pray. I see y'all. Love y'all so much. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.